Welcome to episode two of Remake Shmemake as we continue our random banterings of Carrie from 1976 and its 2013 remake. So pulling up at the prom, did you see the sign of the title of the prom? Was it Love Amongst the Stars or something? Yeah, Bates High School Prom Love Among. Among the stars. Star. You know, they wouldn't say amongst, would they? Yeah. Well, they've, they've done the star motif and the decorating. So they were in the car because she wanted to take it all in before they go in. Yeah, she said, can we just sit here for a minute? He's like, sure. Yeah, Tommy's very, he's very uh, patient. Sure. And attentive. Yeah. yeah. And 2013 was the same. I mean, they were in a limo instead of... Well, the limo is really quite nice. And it was just the two of them. It wasn't even like a group limo. No, no. He showed up and it was just... I wish they'd showed some of the limo ride because she would have been just over the moon with that. Oh, yeah. And uh, so then Tommy, you know, he gets out and Carrie's just about to get out. But she's like, oh, wait, I've got to wait for him to open the door for me. Oh, Right. In That's 2013, nice. though, it's um, she had this thing with um, it's like a bit with the corsage because she had pinned it on herself. Oh, and then right. he's like, "Oh no, this is how you do it!" And like he opens the wristband. It's actually supposed to go in your wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they're going in, and um, it's interesting because there are some kids that are. You know, there's like that one of the nerdy nerdier guys. You know, when they're all trying on tuxes and all that stuff uh-huh. that montage with the speeding up and slowing down and there's the geeky one who's the photographer mm-hmm. and there's um that kind of shorter one with the with the curly hair like the kind of frizzy hair and so he's there with his date and we've seen them before but they didn't really pay carrie any attention but now you know they're like the the one guy's like Hey, if I'd known you were going to look this sharp, I would have. <laughs> and, um, and the other girl's like, oh, the, I love your dress. Where did you get it? Right. I made it. <gasps> made it. Now, yeah. I really like the 2013 one because what's that, that friend's name, the guy? Right. Who doesn't go to their school, but like it's, uh, it's Tommy's best friend. And yeah, his girlfriend is really, really nice. Yeah. She's totally like, sweet. where'd you get that dress? So I made it. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you just, they're really cool. And and I think the cool thing is because they didn't have any preconceived notions of who Carrie was. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, it's better that they're, that they're from a different school. Cause yeah, it's just to... a safe space, but she does look terrific. Yeah. Um, and with Chloe, it's not that much of a difference really. I mean, it's not with Sissy either. They just look, they look cleaned up. Like they look, <laughs> they look put together. They took before. the note from their teacher about putting yeah. makeup on. <laughs> well, speaking of which, you know, after the, the niceties at the beginning of arriving at the prom, then both versions have this moment with the teacher. Miss Collins comes over to the table. Oh, you, you know, oh, Miss Collins, you look so pretty oh so do you you look beautiful oh well i no, i don't not really but thank you anyway so then tommy's like i'm gonna get some punch i'm gonna leave you to it right and we'll talk you know they hug and everything and then what is this thing where tommy comes back to the table and he's like hey what do you think you're doing with my date 
oh, 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 we were just talking. It was just talking. It's like, what is that dumb little moment? What? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's just small talk. But I mean, it, he doesn't really think that, but I don't know. It just seems like such a misplaced joke. Tommy right away in the De Palma film is, I think he really falls for her during this prom. And it's, I think it starts pretty early, but I don't know if he's just kind of, oh, I'm going to act the part of the date now and say, don't ever let me see you hugging any guys like that, you know, and, or is he, when does it start? Because, well, we'll get to the dance. We'll get to the dance in a bit. Now, Tommy in, in uh, 2013, uh-huh. he's very much mindful of his relationship with Sue. And he, he doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't let that, he never lets that down for a second. He's being nice to Carrie, but he's always Sue's boyfriend. Tommy in 76, you're kind of, I'm kind of wondering like, <laughs> what would you know I, he's it seems like he's falling for her it really does so when in 2013 when tommy leaves to go get some punch um he actually says something like hey uh so and so you know spikes it <laughs> and miss desjardins is like or the jordan as many of them say depending on who's talking yeah she's like really <laughs> she's yeah, like, right. Why are you telling a teacher that punch is spiked? You know, <laughs> and that kind of makes for a little bit of an awkward moment too. So, oh, like, yeah. In each version, there's an awkward moment with <laughs> yes. with the with the three of them, and I yeah. don't know why, but yeah, there it is. He does text Sue saying, "You know, which yep." I, but he, he, I think he from I don't remember the exact words that he uses, but I mean, he says something like, "He's having a good time." It, oh yeah 2013 tommy yes even though he belongs to sue he's a gentleman this exactly whole, um he's not gonna try to make a move on her he does ask carrie to dance a few times right but he's showing her a good time i think he believes in like the dignity of carrie you know like and he didn't witness the mockery in the bathroom or in the shower so but Somehow he does recognize that, uh, you know, Carrie's a human being too and deserves. And they both tell her that she's beautiful and they yeah. both believe it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is very nice. Yeah. So now we go to the dance. We get to the dance part. The dance. The dance. And in um, 76, there's that, you know, there's like the awkwardness of like uh-huh. trying to, well, in both, there's like the awkwardness. Oh, I've never danced before. I don't know how, oh, come on, you're as good as anybody else out here. And here you just put this hand here and this <laughs> hand here. And I'm like, oh, I thought you just kind of put your arms around the waist and the... <laughs> but did you notice in the 76 dance, it was one take? Yeah, and I really like that. I don't think I consciously thought this is one take, but... Yeah, the, the swirling thing. The swirling thing. Yeah. I love the swirling thing. I mean, I would have thrown up because I know even yeah. a lot of that was a camera work. You know, I'm sure it yeah. was on a railing, but they were also turning. Oh yeah, they're turning. In the 2013 one, um, there are many camera cuts. I do think the swirling because then it's like they are, um, you know, just into the madness of the scene, and it just kind of 
yeah and the so there's like he tries to kiss her and and it, she's yeah. like kind of pulls away and it's like oh i'm so sorry he's like no harm no foul yeah. and then in a little bit she does and they kiss you know and then that's yeah. her first one william cat does a great job here i love it because they're swirling yeah and he's just laughing and he's just it's like such a wonderful carefree yeah it's it it gets me every time i watch it seriously oh, cool you've got one timeline going that's perfect you know she's so happy yeah tommy's so happy there i mean yeah He's falling for her there. It's a wonderful time. Then, you know, to be prom queen, like beyond her wildest dreams. It's, that's why it's all in slow motion. It's a dream. And then, and then, no, it's not. That is not the timeline you're on. You're on the other one that you always, you know, and it's worse now. <laughs> you're so much back to the awful timeline and it's worse than anything you've ever experienced. Well, okay, so, but in, in 2013, so there's the dance, uh, the dance scene, and then yeah. gets interrupted by a cut back to Carrie's mom in the closet, trying to s- stick her hand out of the crack on the door, trying to get out. And she's all bloody. Well, yeah, probably from the splinters. From the splinters. It looks like she's getting birthed out of that closet. A little Did bit, you, but the yeah. door was locked, so she couldn't get out. Piper just started cutting up a carrot, and then, uh, yes. and then when the carrot's all cut up, she's still cutting the cutting board. She, she like Lorena Bobbitt that cutting board. <laughs> but then we get to the um, voting. Okay, so there's Billy and Chris under the stage. Uh huh. Because okay, so here's an interesting difference: is because Sue leaves the house. She goes, what time is it? They're at dinner. What time is it? Eight o'clock. Oh, got to go. Yep. She's out the door. Well. In 2013. What revokes Sue is that she gets a text from Chris. Yes, indeed. Had a loading text. She was getting out of the shower, actually. Right. Um, And so, you know, the texting thing, 76 obviously would not have even thought about that because that was not a possibility. Not even a reality then. But that's what motivates her to go to the dance. And what does Chris say? Your, your girl looks great. She won't for long. Yes, exactly. Oh, you know what? I did want to mention Desjardins. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. She's just dancing like a freak. Oh, she was. She, yeah, she's reliving her high school. <laughs> yeah, she, she was going for it. Is she a little tipsy? I mean, she talks about spiking the punch. And, Maybe know, she had some of the punch. Yeah, she had something. Either that or she's just high on life. Well, she's still young. So they do the they do the voting. So we have the fixed voting. Yes. In 76, we have Norma and Freddie. Freddie uh-huh. horned his way in on the uh, He was not gonna show up till eight, as he told the Right, not six, like yeah, the six organizer wanted. Yeah. So they do a whole thing where um, they do the big makeout thing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Start kicking. They're doing a big makeout. She kicks the ballots under a table uh-huh. and comes up with the other ones that are under her arm or something. I, I think in his coat jacket, maybe? Or was that the Oh, time? did he have them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 2013 Tina uh-huh. is collecting them and she kind of gives a thumbs up or something to Chris and Billy up in the flies. They're up in the flies rather than under the stage because we have a well-equipped high school here 
that has good um, theatrical equipment. They have nice lights. They have, you know, fly space. Billy said something really interesting because when Tina shows them the ballot box that we're all set, Billy's warning Chris, he's warning her. He says, this is more than just bitches and tampons. <laughs> this is like possible jail time. Oh yeah, he says this is a criminal act. A criminal act. Yeah. But then he threatens to kill her if she doesn't go, because she's like, you can't back out now. I mean, yeah. this, you've come, you've come too far. Right. So that's kind of an interesting twist on it because she's actually getting a little bit of cold feet. Oh yeah, a lot. Even later, even after the prom, she had cold feet. She texted her dad, dad, mm -hmm. come and get me. You know, mm -hmm. she's, and then she's like, kill her, kill her, kill her. You know, it's- Yeah, she's kind of, she's, well, she's, I think she's more evil than Nancy Allen's Chris, but sure. But I but think Billy is also more. Billy evil. is also. I mean, Billy's just a big dumb guy that wants to get laid in '76. But yeah. um, and Harginson in '76, like she's the instigator of everything. Uh -huh. But Billy in '13 is every bit as much yeah. invested in this. He doesn't he even has know no her. Personal. Uh, oh, he doesn't even know Carrie at all. Like he, he's just he's just being a. He's mean. He's a yes. mean one. Yes. You know, did you notice during the voting though, uh, both versions use the line to the devil with false modesty. But, and so she's like, shall we vote for ourselves? Oh, sure. It's like, oh no, I can't. I can't. No, come on. To the devil with false modesty. And yeah. she says, the devil. It's like, that's very portentous, isn't it? <laughs> but then in 2013, the fact that they say to the devil with, I mean, why wouldn't he say, Ah, to hell with false modesty. But she did get a paper cut in 2013 after she voted, you know, the ballot moves and right like on her palm. Oh, yeah. Cut. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. You know, she just blew it off. But in, in 76, though, when they were counting the ballots, that was when I noted that it was very psycho-like strings. The music there was, you know, because it was uh, Pino Donaggio, it's just, it was distinct. Mm -hmm. I mean, distinct in an homage way, you know, to Bernard Herrmann, I thought. Now I feel stupid because I'm the expert on 76 and I don't remember that part. I know, and we're both musicians and that was what I just, I... Yeah, because for me, it's all about the, the cutting back between the... So I might as well move on here. So sure. when they win... You know, the votes are in. I give you Tommy Ross and Carrie White. And we have the cheering. Uh -huh. And then everything goes into slow-mo. Yes. And very gauzy. What's well, surreal? It's... Yeah. And the Carrie theme. So it goes da 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 da. And so we do that for a while, and then all of a sudden, and yeah so like so where when there's like these cutting back and forth between the dreamlike thing and then the bucket and them under the stage so it keeps going back and forth and it's really quite long but it doesn't really bother me as being too long i kind of like it a lot actually and you have sue coming in and watching uh-huh tommy kisses carrie there's a big uh cheer you know to sue realize that there's been like this really romantic scene between the two of them i don't know if she wanted it to go that far but she's watching the 
proceedings uh-huh. and Miss Collins, slow motion clapping, Mr. Fromm, basically looking at her boobs, isn't he? He's like a <laughs> turn sideways. <laughs> yeah, just giving her this loving stare. And she's kind of like, oh, yeah, hi. And then is when it kind of picks up because Chris is getting a little more, you know, urgent. Yeah. And you like, saw her silhouette. It was a cool kind of theatrical thing. She was in yeah. silhouette under the stage. You just saw and, her profile. Yeah, yeah. You see the, the silhouette. And it's, yeah, and it, like once in a while, a close-up of her, like licking her lips or yeah, some like, gross thing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Holding the rope, you know. Like, oh, and then she and Billy have some little thing and she slaps him like right yeah. in the middle of all this. Yeah. And then Sue kind of notices uh-huh. that she's looking, you know, and just like all starry-eyed and is this wonderful. And and then she kind of sees the rope jiggling a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and then is when she it. looks up, she follows the rope. And there's actually there's a piece of streamer falling down uh-huh. from the rafters yeah, and it goes right for a Carrie's head. It, it actually looks like it's going to hit her on the head, like it's going to land on her head, but it goes yeah. just to the side. And then is when Sue looks up and kind of follows that and sees the bucket up there. Yeah. And before you do the bucket. Oh yes. Yeah, in yeah. 2013 though, the announcer I, uh, at the prom, says that they won by one vote. So if they did not vote for themselves, oh, that's how I took that. You know, if they did not vote for themselves, somebody else would have won. So now we have arrived at the We're moment. here. We're we here. here. Poor Miss Collins sees this, thinks that Sue is there to cause trouble. Yeah. And we have the slow-mo of her trying to pull her out of there and we get the yank and this music has built up so much and it's just this fever pitch and then the yank of the rope and we all know what it looks like but but i the shot where it's coming down you see the smile on carrie's face Uh like she's still she's got the tiara on Uh and she's just beaming and right before it hits, you know, it's cascading down and you see the smiling person and then uh-huh. and oh my God, this is where the theme of blood, because all through the whole uh, story, there's been this theme of blood coming up, the curse of blood and, you know, the first period, yeah. the mother's you know, fire and brimstone about the lustful thoughts and the curse. Here it is, blood everywhere. And for her to go from being prom queen to this. So what was the reaction of the audience? Now, this is what I'm wondering because, okay, so all the sound cuts out. So this is the effect. And I like this effect. This is De Palma's effect. Sound cuts out except for the bucket clanking. Uh Uh-huh dangling on the rope which i thought was brilliant i love it and tommy is like what the hell but you can't hear it you just see him yeah saying it the people are horrified miss collins has her hand over her mouth she's like oh not only is this happening but i screwed up i had the wrong person (laughs) then norma starts pointing and laughing and the other kids are looking at her like knock it off but that's all silent 
Then we have the laughter. I think Carrie thinks they're all laughing, right? Yeah, she. That's her, I think that's her perception of the world. She perceives that they're all laughing. And of course we get all the flashback PTSD voices. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Plug it up, plug it up. We're all sorry, Cassie. And, and then trust me, Carrie, you can trust me. While they're showing Miss Call is laughing hysterically, which she isn't really, but. Yeah. And then the, there's all the weird camera work with things going in a circle and like the, all the multiple the pictures kaleidoscope. of people. And then that breaks her. I mean, did she notice that Tommy, the bucket has fallen on Tommy's head? Oh, right. I forgot the bucket. So the bucket just clangs down onto his head. Does oh it my kill him? God. No. Now this is always, uh, in 2013, it definitely kills him, which yeah. is very sad. But I think it does. I mean, he's unconscious at least. Yes. And he won't make it through the night, even if he wasn't dead already. But yeah, he falls down right next to her. Yeah. On the stage. And, and yeah, she definitely sees him fall. And I think she, doesn't she look at him? And then she's kind of having her like, she's got her hands to her head. Uh-huh. And she hears all the voices. Uh-huh. And then there's just this snap. And this is where we get the... Uh, psycho strings yeah there's <laughs> like Ring! there goes the door oh but chris and billy get out which sucks well that's important to the plot so right yeah yeah because <laughs> something will happen there but like carrie looks so like she all she does is turn her head so she looks up she looks over the doors the windows her head's just snapping around she's just she becomes this killing machine uh-huh and I think that she doesn't even have any control over this at all. And this power has just taken her over. And the little girl's not there at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is a killing robot. Yes. Um, this whole scene, though, I mean, a lot of things happen in it. I mean, there's even the homeless Collins against the wall and things like that. But, oh. like, it's pretty short when you think about it. It's Yeah. It, but a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that goes on, huh? Yeah. So the split screen yes. is used very interestingly. Well, because to show her face uh, motivating an object or something and then the victims yeah. falling to their death or whatever. So first you've got the fire hose coming out. It's unwinding. Uh, the valve is turning on. Collins is checking on Tommy and you know we're not sure if he's dead or not. This is where Miss Collins grabs somebody's face and hair again. Does Miss Collins die? Because she, oh. she gets impaled in the stomach with like the set that swings down. Well, first, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, first we've got these guys that are trying to subdue this fire hose and they're getting squirted yeah. all over the place. So this fire hose like squirting on all the lights too. It's yeah. kind of going wild from guys trying to stop it or get a hold of it and so that's what shorts out all these lights yeah and the principal gets electrocuted oh and this is i actually love this part because the principal and the english teacher are trying to tell everybody to remain calm and kind of going and then carrie just (laughs) carrie just looks over there like you can see her head just kind of she just gives them a side look and it's like then then they just get zapped morty is uh Morty's dead on the floor. 
And this is where poor Miss Collins is just trying to help. And she gets thrown up against the wall and she's she knows Carrie's doing it now. So she's screaming Carrie. And then I don't know, what is that? The goal post? What is that thing? Yeah. Yeah, and that gets her in the lower abdomen. And yeah, she's gone. She's gone. Desjardins lives, you know. She does. She gets spared. Yeah, but poor Miss Collins was just trying to help. The fire, I think, has been started mostly by Mr. Fromm (laughs) being ignited against the curtains, right? So then the entire place is is on fire and you know i think the 2013 because uh there's a bigger budget there's Mm -hmm. more special effects there's you know all that cti possibility um first of all when the bucket falls uh from the ceiling um they actually showed the falling part and the hitting like three four Four times times, i believe yeah yeah (laughs) it was different angles it's like three and a half kind of yeah (laughs) because And I think it's because they had one shot. I mean, because otherwise they have to like wash all of her stuff, redress her, redress the stand, the say, you know, the stage and everything. Then uh, to uh, go back to what was done earlier, they start showing the the YouTube video. Yeah. Now here, now this is really happening, right? Because Carrie in 76 is imagining that everyone's laughing at her and she's hearing all the voices, but they, did they really put that video up? They did put the video up, but I think the laughing is still part of her imagination. But the video's definitely up and that's what Tina and the twins were working on over there. Right. And And there's a laptop open and they stream. Yeah. Sue's like, they're up to no good. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I'm having morning sickness anyway, so I can't do anything about <laughs> it. But, but yeah. yeah, so that was, wow. Yeah, but then the pandemonium starts with like this wave of energy from Carrie. It's kind of like, you know, like when like a, a nuclear bomb is dropped, you know, there's an epicenter and then it just oh, like- Oh, really- yeah. Nice. Which I I noticed that visual happens very early in the movie when she With the was tampons. In, yeah, the tampons. It was like pushing mm. out also. So it's like her energy right. going out, flowing out. Um, yeah. And you know the the progression is because after that, then obviously the panic starts. People get trampled on, like the twins get trampled on. Oh, and Heather, the redhead, um, uh-huh. gets She's thrown the into gets- that. Yes. Window. Yes. And Sue sees that. Right. Because she's she on was, the other side of the She's door. right there. It's yeah. right in her face, isn't yes. it? Yeah. There's that. And then the sprinklers. So it's no fire hose, but it's sprinklers. Right. Yeah. They and, and definitely then, had a bigger budget. Yeah. Sprinklers and then electricity and then the fire. Yeah. Uh, but Desjardins or Desjardins does get spared. Yeah. She gets... Oh, so it's it's interesting. This is right after Mean Tina's dress goes up in flames. Yes, she dies. That is some immolation there. Yeah, and Carrie, like, she picks up Desjardins and, like, sort of levitates uh-huh. her for a while. And then she's like, oh, I'll deal with you later and just casts yeah. her to the yes. floor, like, throws her aside. Now, I do want to mention one thing. Uh-huh. I don't particularly care for 2013 Carrie using her hands. Oh. I don't know if you have an opinion about it. I do. 
but I like it much better when you just have Sissy, you know, given a look and having a ring, <laughs> having a psycho string, but it's chilling. It's more chilling to me. Um, Chloe is more doing, it's almost like she's doing Andorra swoops sometimes. <laughs> like her hands are sort of like, she's, it's like, okay, I don't know. It's all right, but I just rather have her do it with her mind and not do all this theatrical stuff with the hands. Well, I, that's exactly what it is. It's very theatrical. And I think it's just a, a choreography choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be just Chloe. I think it's probably just the whole production, you know, because when there's like fire behind you and you've got these weird scraggly arms up, the visual is pretty stunning. After all of that, you see this far shot of the school that's totally in flames. Which, right, the entire school goes up. Yeah, but, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Chris and Billy escape. And as their car is driving away, there's actually these explosions in the ground as if it's following them. Well, she stops on the ground and it oh, yeah, she follows the car. Right, okay. So then they're kind of like on a fault line. Uh-huh, yeah. And it sort of caves in right where the car is, right? They kind of fall in a sinkhole. Yeah, but somehow they back up enough to turn around and see her. First of all, they get trapped in the car and then um, the car zooms towards Carrie, it hits her like, as if it's like a wall, or actually the car wraps around. Right, and Billy, well, Billy's already dead because he banged his head on the yeah. steering wheel. His fate, uh, yeah, right. So right. Chris is like, oh no. Well, first Chris is like, run her down, yes. Yes. Kill, kill her. her. Yes, exactly. Right, so yeah, uh, so Chris is gunning it toward her. Uh-huh. But she gets trapped with her seatbelt but somehow gets out. Oh yeah, that was kind of a little tease where the seatbelt's kind of choking her, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of a little uh, preliminary thing because uh, <laughs> nothing really comes from that. She's able to no, get away from she it. She manages to back up the car yes. a little bit. Um, but then, you know, with Carrie's hand powers <laughs> to look at <laughs> you know, the car go- goes towards like the, the gas pump. Well, and she levitates the car for a while. Yeah, she does. She's like, she's revving the engine up in the air. Uh-huh. And then, and then she lets, lets it go. go. Yeah, and then it goes. And then you see Chris's face go through the windshield. So, yeah, her face is like really like framed really nicely in yeah. the windshield. Uh, but then, because of that collision, the gas hose is released. And now it's spraying. Yeah. And... Now she's dead already. So she yeah, dies she with dead. her face in the windshield. And Carrie kind of gives a look, which is, it kind of cracked me up, honestly. She kind of gives her a look like, oh, was, uh, maybe that's enough. And then <laughs> and it's kind of like, nah. <laughs> she, it's like the, then the, the light pole fly, fly, uh, falls on the car, right? Yeah. And, and then the, the whole thing goes yeah. up yeah. because of that leaking gas. Yeah. Yep. I do want to talk about the 76, which is a much simpler, uh-huh. but Carrie's walking home. I, I just always, the shot of her in that bloodstained everything, the dress, the hair, and the wrist corsage, the fire truck goes by, then Chris and Billy come along and Chris is driving the car. Like she's like 
get out of the driver's seat, you stupid shit. And Chris is going to get toward her. And right before, it's really close too. But you get the ring, you get the look, and the car veers at the last second and is careening around. And then we get the final close-up of the look. And, oh, because first it's it's, um, rolling and rolling and rolling. And then the final look makes it burst into flames. And yes, the returning home, this is what really cements the 76 movie for me to sort of transcending horror and getting into some art because of the acting that's on display from Sissy Spacek here is the way her body language and her energy and everything changes Uh from the killing machine into this little girl that's completely defeated and, you know, the most disastrous night she's just killed everyone and her mother was right. And that I think that's the worst part, but something's real weird because every light in the place is on. And, and w- when we enter the house, every candle <laughs> ever sold in the entire town is on every railing and bed and, banister and, and bed and sconce and surface. And here's where the score gets really interesting because now it's sort of this, uh, medieval or renaissance sounding uh it's like a brass choir with an organ right but it's churchy yeah and uh just making her way through the house with all this and she's like oh what's up (laughs) as if things weren't bad enough what have i come home to now and then she takes a bath yeah and when she so it's when she goes into the bathroom that you see margaret behind the door right Yeah. So Margaret's standing there the whole time uh-huh. during the bath and uh-huh. everything. How long was the bath? I don't know. <laughs> but like, I don't know how long Margaret's been standing there, but she's been standing there since way before Carrie came home. So the bath, you know, having to use the carbolic so, lye soap okay. on the hair, because how else are you going to get that out? Lava. <laughs> Well, they have a lava soap. It's actually a That's brand. That's what I mean. Oh, I thought you meant actual lava. like The one that strips your, a layer of your skin. <laughs> what do I have to say about the bath scene in 2013? Let's see. Bath scene? Oh, yeah. She definitely realized what she did. And it was, there was that realization when she gets home. Yeah. And they both do that. And yeah. Carrie starts crying. But I think Chloe says something, right? Doesn't she say something like, I'm so sorry? But, you know, there's the awakening. Like, so as if this whole time she's been in a trance when she did all of that. Uh, stuff. Because her just instincts and her, her, just her victimization just kind of took over. But yeah, there's that, the, the bath, like when, when Sissy's putting on the, that nightgown after and she's all scrubbed and she's so scared and sad and vulnerable and oh and then finally margaret comes out from behind the door oh my god and she comes out and then margaret you think you know she you think she's gonna console her i should have killed oh. you when he put it in me whiskey on his breath he took I, he he came home and he was looking at me that way because first they'd lived sinlessly yeah but that one night i saw him looking at me and i smelled the whiskey on his breath uh-huh and then he took me. 
and I liked it. I should have given you the God when you were born. Uh-huh. I was weak and backsliding. The line reading was different in 2013, but I mean, some of these same lines appeared. But yeah, so one thing that Julianne says during the conception story, I call it, uh-huh. is I should have, does she say I should have given you to God or just I should have gotten rid of you, but I loved you so much. I wanted to keep you. Piper never says that. No. So love never entered into it. Maybe it did, but we don't hear that from Piper's character. Julianne's character is, you know, it's actually it's actually kind of kind of sweet, except you know what's coming. So there's the final prayer. Yeah. Piper says we'll pray in both versions actually. Yeah, and and they're like the carries are like Yes, yes, let's pray because, like, they really want to now. Yeah. Because it's familiar. And maybe, yeah, maybe they'll have some atonement for what they just did, too. <laughs> and that's, I just think that's the, just the shittiest thing for her to do <laughs> after, <laughs> after everything that's just happened. And the only person that could possibly offer any comfort to this girl. And what does she get? A knife in the back. Yeah. And in 2013, like the stairs are, there's a curve to it. And she like rolls down those uh, stairs. There's some unfortunate stunt person hair in 76. <laughs> the wig's pretty obvious. I never noticed it except I was watching this time with a more critical eye. And I'm like, oh, that's stunt person. That's a wig. The mother comes down and continues. Um, what I really made note of though was in the 76, She's coming down and she's got the knife and she's doing this like sign of the cross. Oh, yes, thing yes, it. definitely. It's so creepy. And... and the music, dun, 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 Like it's that, it's that, um, I know you're listening, come downstairs music yeah. only. Now it's amped up to, to 11. In octaves. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, she's, she's pursuing her around. And I mean, Sissy is, like she can't even walk. I mean, she's just like dragging herself across the floor. And Mark is like, ha, you know, kind of like she's doing like these little like, ha, things, like, like, yeah. like jabbing. Taunting. Yeah. Yeah. Jabbing toward her with the knife. Yeah. And then there's a ring. Yeah. <laughs> and every kitchen implement <laughs> in the place yeah. is on its way across the room. Oh, that, that, um, potato peeler is just flipping like just like <laughs> an end to end as it goes through the air and this this death scene piper's having an orgasm she yeah well i think it's like ecstasy but it's just like she's just like ah, uh, like it goes on a really ecstasy, long time like i mean there's a saint that uh, actually when she thinks about christ she goes into these fits of ecstasy and then when she finally dies it's this perfect it's it's many things on the one hand it's a complete recreation of that christ figure in the prayer closet she's in the exact same position with her head to the side and her arms up at different angles like one's higher than the other yes and all of those those implements that are in the statue there it's like she's Uh got all those sticking in her too and her face when she actually dies it looks like some kind of early renaissance you know, Botticelli painting. It's, uh-huh. it's amazing, that shot. 
2013, though, the cool thing is because they had the special effects. When uh, Carrie's mom tries to stab her on the floor, she stops the knife, like in the childbirth scene. Yep. Pushes her back, but then gathers all of the sharp tools and it swirls around Mm -hmm. uh, her. And then she actually says, she's like, I'm sorry, mom, kind of thing, and then pushes her back, and then all the impaling happens. Yeah, there's a big, there's more of a struggle. Like, there's, like, this, these different powers kind of pushing against each other. Like magnets repelling? Yeah, like the mother, the mother and the, the religious power or whatever, and then her carries, uh, you know, need for self-preservation, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, Julianne does quite a Glenn Close there like like you think she's dead and then and then all of a sudden she does like a <gasps> like she kind of wakes up so in the uh in 76 so there she is she's up you know she's in the doorway and then Carrie just kind of has this she just lets out this scream yeah it's like a like of of everything like i think just a culmination of just everything and you hear it like that's quite the psycho sting there during that and that's what basically brings the house down right yeah. i mean just whatever it, it, like she's, implodes or yeah yeah and she's just unleashed kind of like her final just just the the rending of the curtain basically. although they hide in the she pulls her in the prayer closet right yeah, yeah. So, so then that's why we get these terrific sound effects where she's pulling her off the doorway and the sound that her hand makes when she finally yanks it free is like, thunk. So yeah, she, and she's, I mean, she can hardly move. She's gotten stabbed in the back. And so she's trying to drag this heavy dead body of the prayer closet and the house is sort of shaking and things yeah. are, a whole ceiling's coming in and yeah. The model work is pretty good. The way that the house just kind of implodes, it kind of comes down into its own footprint there in the block. Yeah, yeah. There's a new complication that's that's uh, added in 2013 because mm-hmm. after all the stabbing happens, first of all, she cradles her mom. She cradles her mom until she dies. But then Sue shows up. <laughs> And, you know, she carries, like, kind of rocking her mom, and she's like, she wants her mom back. I killed my mom. I want her back. I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. And that's when the house starts to come down. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with a rock on the side, and then just, just a little bit at a time. Uh, but then there's that added thing, because in the 2013 version, Sue is pregnant. And she, she does says... It's girl. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. And then Sue has the, how did you know, kind of look. And then she kind of is like, okay, I need to, you, you, you can't be here right now. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of Explosive. blows her out of the house, but yes. she does set her down easily. On yes. The As if she was on wires and just kind of landed like Peter Pan in Never Never Land. Or maybe Wendy, you know, after they sing I'm Flying. Oh, by the way, that was a yardstick in Julianne Moore's stomach. Oh, that was one of the tools was a yardstick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Those things are, you know, that's a rectangular thing going in there. Ow. This 76 ending. Yeah. 
Talk about the ending and the short so credits. <laughs> we got, yeah, we got Sue asleep. Uh-huh. Her real life mother, Priscilla Poynter, on the phone, probably to the same one that she said, let me get rid of Margaret White and I'll call you right back. <laughs> so she's on the phone and this is actually kind of strange because she says, oh, she's better. Sleeping too much, probably. But you know, the doctor said that she's young enough. She'll probably forget all about it in time. I'm like, really? <laughs> 18 she, years old? I yeah, think you're gonna, maybe if you were two, maybe. <laughs> but even with two, you'd probably have these weird flashbacks. You didn't know what they were. Yeah. At 18 years old, no, I don't think that's going away. Then we have, we have Sue walking out of the house uh-huh. and walking down the walk and it's beautiful. She's in a beautiful dress, white dress and going to the block where the house is, uh-huh. was. We have the for sale sign that's been spray painted, Carrie White burns in hell with the arrow pointing down. Yeah. And a kind of shape of a cross. Yes, definitely. And the it's all just rocks, this uh uh-huh. rot, black yeah. rocks. Yeah. And she's got flowers, nice, beautiful bouquet. Gonna go put it down at the bottom of the for sale sign because it does look like a gravestone. Yeah. Put the flowers down, but as she does so. Here comes the arm, the hand, all bloodstained, grabs her and the scream. And we realized that she was having a dream. Now I read that Sissy Spacek actually was down there under all that rubble. They'd rigged a thing down underneath there because she wanted it to be her real hand that came out. Thank you, Sissy, for taking one for the team for realism. I respect that. Yeah. But yes, we have Priscilla Pointer. She's screaming. Amy Irving actually. Different pants suit. But she's like, she's awake, but she still sees. Yeah. She can still see. I've had that before where I've woken up from dreams and I still think it's happening. The arms of her mother holding her. She still thinks it's Carrie's hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I'm here. And now here's where the music, the, the, Uh. The one theme, dun, 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 dun. Wow. And you're like, no, Sue won't forget all about this ever. But that's so sad. Sue's been through a lot. And Amy Irving does a terrific acting job. Yeah. And then followed by like a one minute credits. (laughs) Yeah, the short credits and and it's that nice theme. And it's just very simple with kind of the red letters on a darker red background, isn't it? I remember correctly or is I it a just black remember it's very simple font and well I mean and this is a good example of something that didn't have a huge budget but it's it's just a seriously effective piece I think yeah but nowadays movie credits run for seven eight ten yeah because well there's so many different teams involved yeah <laughs> and payroll and greens and yeah they didn't really include the craft services and, and stuff like that in the <laughs> way back when did they in the credits? They're like drive through <laughs> <laughs> yes well okay so uh jumping over the 2013 there are two yes movies. there's a theatrical ending first of all uh where you know so after sue is laid gently outside the house mm-hmm. she's holding her stomach and stuff and then it actually fades to a trial 
where she's giving like a deposition, I guess, describing that all of her friends are dead, her friends dead, everything. Um, and then she said that um, she she does reveal. She said Carrie had powers, and uh, and you can only push someone so far before they break, and that's okay. The last line. Oh, okay. Because it it um, it also dissolves to the cemetery. It's raining. She's walking. And there's a tombstone this time. Still Carrie White burns in hell with the arrow. She lays right. one white rose. And then dramatic music. And you hear rumbling. And then the tombstone cracks. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see that ending. So we get the idea that, that either Carrie... So Carrie maybe her power there's still i think the power. rage is still there yeah um forever you know mm-hmm. her, her body may be dead but uh i think the rage is still lingering yeah um, the alternate ending though is a little actually i kind of prefer the alternate ending even though it's kind of a ripoff of this closer to the 76 um so back to the scene where sue's outside the house um in, it goes straight to the cemetery scene uh, where Sue, so there's no trial, nothing like that. You know, Sue will carry white birds in hell, but then it dissolves into her in labor. Right. Um, at the hospital. Um, and then, you know, the, the jump scare is that a hand comes out of, uh, out of there. There's nobody she knows, right? It's just it's two, two medical, medical professionals, right? It's her. not nobody she knows is there. And she's saying something's not right. Yes. Something's not yeah. right. I can something's feel not. something's not right. Yeah. Uh, so the hand comes out and then it's kind of then we get the same kind of visual image as 76 where she wakes up in his wakes bed. up. Right. And is she with her mom when she wakes up? Yeah. Well, because that, that's a pretty it's a bloody hand. yeah oh dear but yeah that was a dream that was a dream thank god that was a dream and then the credit music i had to turn it off i had to turn off the credits i couldn't deal with it yeah and it's long you know yeah modern day credits length so there we have it i'm just gonna say why i you know which one i'm choosing i'm choosing the 76 as my favorite of the two not that 2013 doesn't have its merits but I just think that 76 is, first of all, it's a classic. It's kind of iconic by now. I think without the benefit of CGI and a high budget, they just told in its own way, a simple story. (laughs) Uh, Something that many, if not most of us can relate to about how difficult it is being a teenager, growing up in general, how tough it is, just how tough life is. And uh, I think the acting is really superlative I think uh, the fact that this got nominations for Oscars for the acting, but I just, I just find it to be much more affecting and heart-wrenching, scary in some parts. I would give it the uh, top spot of the two. Oh. Well, this is gonna surprise you. I, I do think uh, 76 cannot be matched. Carrie is in the zeitgeist because of the 76 movie. It's yeah, it's, just, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, um, it is. It, but what I always look at is um, I would generally always gravitate toward the remakes of things because, not because it's usually higher budget 
or better special effects or because I'm a few years younger than you and I just want to be adversarial to anything you say. Rubbing that uh, in again. Yeah, it was just I said a few years. I didn't say 10. <laughs> Except truth. you just did. <laughs> I like looking at the remakes because of the sociological implications of why the remake exists in the first place. Like, if something was kept, why was it kept? What uh, about that present day situation made the creators keep a line, a color, acting choice, scene, mm -hmm. whatever? And I think that that has always fascinated me. You know, there have been a few remakes of War of the Worlds. And yeah. It, you know, <laughs> why now? Why this way? Uh -huh. Same thing with Carrie. To me, it seemed like it was kind of unnecessary. Well, I, I feel that way about other remakes. You this don't one, about this one? No, because I thought it was, they did a good job. Um, what I really appreciated in 2013 was the struggle that Carrie had with her mother. And not, I mean, we know she had a hard life growing up. You mm -hmm. know, she always... That was not the first time that she's heard her mother say that I should have given you up. Thought you were cancer. Yeah, I thought you were, it, that all of that has happened many times. But the in her eyes, in Chloe's eyes, I was like, well, so there's the like the loyalty to an elder in your family. I think culturally, I I, I see that, but also the struggle with I'm a victim here but also this is my mother and there were enough tender moments between the two that mm -hmm. made it harder for Carrie to just let her mother die at the end. I, I'm not saying it doesn't have its merits. I guess maybe it's hard for me holding it up to the other one. I, I think sometimes in the remake, it's almost like they they think they're playing to a dumb audience or something because of how everything has to be said out loud. I don't feel like anything in the remake is left to the imagination. Or, or not even imagination, but interpretation. Right. It's not left open to interpretation. That's a better way of saying it. But then the, the opposite side of that is then you clearly see what the creator's intentions are who, who do you think um who are your favorite actors over both versions uh to me uh piper was too showy too stage e for me yeah her inflection her non-accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's too strong for me i i like the more naturalness of julianne yeah, see, I, I like Piper because... Oh, and I fully respect that. Because she's a psycho. I, I, that's why I just, you know, and I've read that f she thought that she had to have been doing a, a spoof. So over the top. She read the script and she didn't think she, it could be taken seriously. So she's kind of doing a, a camp performance, but I don't think it comes off that way at all. I mean, you're right, it's extreme, but I think I just think it's just right for the material. And then Sissy is so great, I can't even hardly describe it. I mean, it's like she's... You root for her. Yeah, and she's so 
this vulnerability that she has uh-huh. without being whiny. Um, yeah. How she, you know, her, her embodiment of how tough it is if you're a wallflower at school and just how much it sucks. And, I, mean, I think, uh, I think I also root for Chloe though. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she won me over immediately. Not because she's adorable, but I no, think- no. But maybe I am a little too being too superficial in my comments. But I just i I didn't think that it it was kind of hard for me to buy her as as a wallflower looking <laughs> like that. It's just tough. I think everybody does really well with their roles in both versions, mm-hmm. except maybe Edie McClurg. <laughs> oh. No, I'm sorry, Edie. I'm just kidding. I think you're a righteous dude. I really do. But like, I think Amy Irving is great. I think her mom does great with what she has, you know? But you know, so the acting style of 70s, um, and I'm not, believe me, I'm not saying that was terrible, but it's it's characteristic of the time. Well, and I, I think I've said this before, but I think that the 76 version, I don't think it's dated all that much. I mean, sure, you don't have cell phones and, and it's hard to put what the Piper character is and like that whole world, like it's hard to put that in any kind of contemporary time because it's so extreme. I kind of feel like the 76 version could work in any time. And I feel like the 2013 version is very much rooted in its own time. I'm trying to think about like the religious fanatics I see now how extreme are they compared to Piper or compared to Julianne? You know, Julianne is probably my favorite actress working today. She's, you know, she's really, I will go, I'll see pretty much anything she's in. I mean, what I was trying to say is that I don't see this as one of Julianne's better roles Uh. doing Margaret White. Um, Well, I think it's because people automatically go, oh, it's a remake, it's inferior. Yeah. And, you know, most of the time that's completely accurate. But, you know, actually, since we've been talking, I've kind of warmed up to the remake, to be quite honest. Oh, good. I'm not that's not my goal. No, but I mean, but I still choose 76 and I always will. Um, For me, I respect (laughs) 76 highly, Mm -hmm. but I just prefer the modernness of the 13th. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll join us again. And in the meantime, I pray you find Jesus. We're all going to laugh at you. (laughs) Anything you would like to add, Joseph? Dirty pillows. (laughs) There you have it. Thanks so much for joining us. Tune in next time for another friendly debate about a remake. Remake. Peace and carrots, peace and carrots, rhubarb, rhubarb, peace and carrots, peace and carrots, peace rhubarb, rhubarb, hubbub, hubbub, rhubarb, rhubarb, peace and carrots, hubbub.